Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy DJ Benjamin in the place to be alongside. Once again, he's back in the house, my homie. Chico Leo. I'm here in a new spaceship. Yeah, yeah, new spaceship. Good exactly. to see you, Chico. Yeah, yeah, good to see you, too. Yeah, yeah man, it's, been, it's, it's been a while since we've all been in the same room. I mean, we're still not all here, you know. That's true. But we're almost all back together. It's Fantastic Three instead of four. Right, exactly. You know? we're, we're in the middle of that switch between the thing and She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, holding the casting calls. Exactly, and stuff. exactly. Is this when the Silver Surfer shows up? <laughs> right, right. Like, I want to yeah. be down. That's Yeah, that's even better, yeah. 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 E- even better than She-Hulk could be Silver Surfer? Well, I'm just thinking Jamie as as. Silver Surfer, not as She-Hulk or as uh, Does Jamie as, as want thing. to be Silver Surfer? Well, I don't think she wants to be the thing. <laughs> <laughs> ben Grimm. See, I thought when everyone was talking we should go as the Fantastic Four, I was thinking, oh my God, so that means I got to be the thing. Why do you? So who am I going to be then? You're going to be Mr. Fantastic. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, no, and it's up we, to you. You and Jamie have to fight between the Invisible Woman and, and Human Torch. One I'll of be you. Johnny Storm. Right, there I'll you go. Right, I'll yeah. do it. There I mean, you go. Isn't, um, what's the name supposed to play him in the new movie? Who, Captain America? No, no, no. In the, <laughs> no, in the, Captain America. <laughs> no, in Captain America previously played. His the name is Chris Evans. Right, right, yeah, right. Chris Evans previously. No, um, everyone's favorite young black actor right now is supposed Michael to be. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Absolutely. Might be the Human Torch right. in the new Fantastic Four. They're going to make a black Human Torch? Right? Yeah. And I'm down with that. I'm very down with that. I just So does that mean Sue Storm is going to be also? That's, uh, that's what everybody's been questioning. Right. Will they change the origin slightly? Will he be adopted? You know, or well, they something. changing everything else, so why the hell not? I mean, why not? Uh, we didn't even get to introduce you, you know. I know, I'm just talking. This is why the hell not. <laughs> so, this uh, is Human Torch. Yeah, Miss, Mrs. Storm over here. Right. Uh, once again, back, uh, you were here last week, but you're back again in the new spaceship, is Tatiana King. The Grand Duchess of Tech. What's going on? All right. How you doing, Tatiana? I'm good. I'm How? good. I'm enjoying this conversation. Yeah, I mean, you're in this conversation, so I was hoping you'd be enjoying it. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed the past couple of weeks, Ben has been getting real rude with me. Like, have people, I? Yeah, just a, just a Has anyone commented bit. on this, though? No, no I not, I'm about to get more rude then. Ben's I like the this. least rude person in the he whole is. loudspeaker he network. Is. He is, but then uh, I don't know. he picks on me. I'm the least rude yeah, Who person? would be less rude than you? Maybe, uh, I don't Chris know, Moore? A. King? A King. A King, A King might be yeah, the least King rude person the in the least, whole entire yeah. network. Yeah, shout out to A King of the Combat Jack show. Absolutely. Who's rolling but around with an A King shirt on? Today. He was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't peep he in his shirt. Says yeah. A King. I was wondering if they sold that on the Combat Jack website. <laughs> no, he was branded for real. Exactly. Wow. No, but I, but I know that being picked on is just all love. Yeah, it's all love. You know, so. we had to get on your little. Uh, Taylor Moon Sailor Moon. Sailor oh, that's Moon. what it was, the Sailor Moon, right. I had a I had a shirt on that had a little bow in the front and right. everyone was like, Are are you a stewardess or are you Sailor Moon? Which one is it? No, I <laughs> no, I, listen, I, I came in and said, Are you cosplaying today? Right. So no, I, was, I, I like, heard all real. that. I thought you guys did a fantastic job last week. Oh, thank you. I don't know if that's just because of because because of the new spaceship and it was the new uh the new car smell of the new spaceship. Yeah. But yeah, I thought I thought everything flowed well. I was laughing. Oh um I didn't cry, but you know I I laughed. I, you know, there was a, there was a gamut of emotions. A, a gamut, <laughs> exactly. great word right yeah. there. Yeah, we're, well, we're gonna have to work on it to get some tears out of our audience. Then right. if we're not getting tears yet, we're not doing our job. What is the Iron Shepherd podcast? Do, do they He's cry like, on Iron Shepherd <laughs> <laughs> when they lose? 
Oh man! Oh. Or when they or when onions are the secret ingredient. Speaking of television, though, today, uh, this is so random. But I was watching. Um, I was in the gym and I was watching Millionaires Club. It's some reality show set in L.A. where there's a woman who runs a club to get like wives for millionaires. Oh, the Millionaire Matchmaker. Is that what it is? Yeah, on Bravo. Yeah, I think it yeah, is. Yeah. Oh man, that was like it was weird. Like with I, Patty. I, I'm not a yeah with Patty. I'm not a real reality television fan, but like. After watching in the gym today, I was sad to say that I'll probably go watch some more episodes on Bravo. Wait, are these like gold diggers or are they? The the woman today was a gold digger and Patty kicked her ass right up out of the club. Right, supposedly they basically filter out all the gold diggers or whatever but but they supposed to like do this filter where they find all the hot women that fit all sorts of criteria and then they introduce them to these millionaires yep whether or not it's you want to believe her is true is another story but i'm, I'm surprised you really want to watch this yo show. like i found it really interesting because today's episode or the one that i caught was there was like a 40 something year old woman and she's a millionaire herself but she likes younger dudes yeah. but she's already in her 40s and you know so the younger dudes are just looking at her as a sugar mama and so Patty was trying to convince her to go out with like an older man, and she finds her this fifty something year old dude who's still in shape, like you know, dude's like fifty and cut up, you know, strong. Brawling. Yeah, and he's a millionaire himself. He's like, I'm not looking to take anyone's money. The shorty goes on a date, shakes dude's hand, and then runs back in the hotel, dropping her Louis Vuitton on the ground and everything because she's like, when I felt his hand, you know, I just didn't feel a connection. And she's like, this guy's as old as my grandfather. And honestly, like, dude looked younger than her, kind of, you know, because she has, like, the facelift going on. And she just looked not you know, so that show, hot. I can't watch that show. They never, like, put two nerds together. Like, when it was somebody who's clearly a nerd that would really benefit from being with a woman mm. who's just as nerdy as them, they never they Does never it help. ever work out, though? Do they put people together? Because the one I saw today, like, she kicked mm. her out of the club. There was no working out for her. Well, you got to check in, like, seven years it. later to see if it worked out. <laughs> true, I'm sure true it works indeed. out for a little while, yeah, but it's, true. you know, I don't know. It doesn't sound like the, the basis for a successful for a long-term, long-term relationship. Yeah, exactly. as, as an aside, I actually met her in real life in Patty? Mexico. Yeah. How's she? In Mexico. It, me- it was a long story, but I was in Cancun. <laughs> long story. I was in Tijuana one night. <laughs> no, 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 no. I-, I was in Cancun on vacation a few years ago, and she was in the same hotel as me and my friends. And she was kind of like, "Hey, well, you know, just just kind of like." cold yeah well she seems kind of cold on the show so but i can damn, understand her being cold damn. in real life she didn't cold try and get you on her show to set you up for I millionaires damn show. what i need to be on the show for now no i'm just saying in general like you know people you know when you meet so like i don't even want to call her celebrity but people who are a little bit well well known yeah just you know you don't have to be my best friend you don't have to sign or take no pictures i didn't want none of that i just said hey what's up right and she was like hey and then, but it wasn't just me. It was like everyone around her. You know how you're with people, you could feel their aura. Like you could feel when it's some bad oh, yeah. vibes coming off of somebody. That's how it felt. And it was, and it was like morning time breakfast. You know, we had the buffet. You were going. at the buffet. You can't be yeah, mad. exactly. It was just a situation <laughs> where you can't be mad at life. Right. You got to be happy. And you she found some way. She found some way to make it a bad experience. Right. And I was her mimosa like, wasn't chilled enough. I don't know. It was something about her chicken not cook white. I don't know. I I just took my seat and sat somewhere else. I was like, you know what? I can't sit near you because it's too much bad vibes. Well, you know, we, you never know. We might have Patty on here one day. Uh, let me know because uh, I ain't she, coming. Is she, a, is she a fan, bro? <laughs> I mean, you know, she's television. You know, I mean, that's nah. deep. Yeah, well, somewhere fix your aura first. DJ fix Ben Hameen is, is a bit of a celebrity. He's getting call outs on the street oh. these days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, walking through the streets of Brooklyn um, at Afropunk Festival. I was there right. a couple weeks ago, and people are like, hey, you know, DJ Ben Amin. 
Congratulations from the Combat Jet Show and, you know, fan bros, and thank you for everything you've been doing. Well, Anthony Weiner walks down the street and people call him a scumbag, so, uh, so he's I, running for mayor, <laughs> so I feel like you got it a lot, a lot better off than him. I actually, I haven't seen you in a little while. I didn't know you went to the Afropunk Festival. Yeah, I went out to Afropunk. Yeah, so yeah, what did, happened did, is, you didn't talk about, did, you know. Was there a lot of punks? Yeah, like, how was it? Did you have a good time? <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of Afros and a lot of punks. <laughs> it was like, it was cool this year. I liked it. Um, I enjoyed it better last year, actually. Uh, I could add Janelle Monet last year. Right. Yeah, Janelle so Monet last year was dope. Janae killed it. It was, you know, a really good show. Um, this year I caught Riri Rai Rai. I can never pronounce her. She's a Baltimore rapper. Oh, I know her. She was on um the Twenty One Jump Street reboot, uh, yeah. reboot movie. Oh, she was. Yeah, she was that girl who kept talking with that crazy accent. The black oh. girl. Oh, wait, she was she one was of the, the cops. She was the one black girl. Yeah, the, 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 the black she, cop who, who kept doing the. They they were like, look what we've done lately. Yep. What have you been up to? That oh wow, her. that's her. Yep. Crazy. Yeah, I didn't recognize her at all. But um. Yeah, she performed. The best or the worst thing that I saw at Afropunk was during her performance, she had a twerking contest. Ooh. Was it for a scholarship? No, it wasn't like Juicy J, who I actually saw last week. Uh, at a, uh, last week, and I saw Juicy J performing. Try to get that scholarship money? I didn't try to, but some girls were actually twerking for them dollars for that, you know, for that scholarship. But no, uh, Riri Rai Rai had a, uh, tw- I almost said a scholarship contest. She had a twerking contest, and the best and worst thing about it was a dude won. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what she goes back to that. Ooh, that visual yeah. messed up for him. He I like, mean, Wait. you know, it's not like there's anything wrong with that. What, maybe he, maybe he tw- was he twerking better than the girls, oh, though? No, not only was, did he win, the other girls in the contest were cheering him on. Oh, so that means he crushed them. Oh, no, he crushed them. He was twerking his little ass not off, twerking. I guess. Yeah. Did you see uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's hardcore band or whatever? Doesn't she? She was, she there? was there. Doesn't I think so? Yeah, she no, was there. I, I read. I, I read she was there. Or oh, her band. I, I must yeah. have missed that. I went on Saturday, so I must have missed that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I don't know what day she was there, but that was you know. I, mean, I saw Saul Williams' hardcore band. Oh, Saul Williams. I didn't cool. know. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, didn't know he. I didn't know he got. Yeah, I knew his poetry. I just know him for the well. Yeah, now he's doing word. Now he's doing like some type of band with a little bit of singing in it. It was interesting. I liked it. It wasn't you know the best or the worst, but. I mean, Afropunk was definitely a you know a cool event to be at, but uh, that was a couple of weeks ago. But recently, I got something else to tell y'all about. Uh, for everyone who chats fanbros.com, this week I went to the Juno Diaz book signing for his new book. Uh, this is how you lose her. Who is Juno Diaz? Yes, for those who don't know, Juno Diaz is one of my favorite authors. He wrote a book, The Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Wilde. I hope Which I got that right. Which won the Pulitzer Prize. It won a bunch of yeah, awards. Yeah, no, but that, I mean, that was the, the book of the year. Yeah, wow. that year. I mean, he is definitely, without a doubt, one of the great, important artists and writers. Authors of, 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 yeah, of authors, this generation, exactly. yeah, Absolutely. without a doubt. And he's also a hardcore fan, bro, which is like, I knew it from reading uh, The Brief Wonder's Life because he makes all kind of comic book references in there. Right. The, the characters, you know, all talk about comic books. They're definitely all fan bros, the characters themselves, but... To see him, I went to the book signing this week. It was at Barnes & Noble in Manhattan up uh, by Union Square. It was packed out. He read an essay. He didn't read anything from his new book, but he just read an essay. But what was really interesting, and you can check it out on fanbros.com, is he gave two. He, he answered some questions from the audience, and two of the questions that people asked were about comic books. Like, first, what do comic books mean to him? And he gave one of the most beautiful answers like, I urge, I mean, I say urge everyone out there to go to fanbros.com and play this video because it is one of the most amazing 
descriptions of the power of comic books that I think I've mm. ever Abs- heard. I, or I seen. totally co-sign mm. that. I agree. Like, I thought I was floored. Like I was sitting there holding my phone, trying to tape it, and just being like, "God, you know, it was just amazing." The words he was like, he called them operatic. He just made all yeah. these points about it, like how the medium is such a unique medium that it can't be imitated in movies, can't be imitated in television, not even books. Nothing can do what a comic book does. Wow, yeah, no, I, I, it was good looking out that you thought to to whip your phone out. Like, oh you man, it was just, yeah. yeah, it was like I was like, oh god, I got to get this. And I, then he spoke on Akira a little bit later and made some great points on that. But what were you saying? No, I I, I was just going to echo what what you were saying. Uh, like in in the Akira thing, he talked about growing up in the eighties and being afraid yep. of nuclear war, which oh, we were. God, like there, you really thought that, that there was, was my gonna life. be nuclear war. And he tied it all in, and it was it was it was very. I thought it was pretty extraordinary. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. Like he he's what he's got a chair here anytime on the spaceship that he wants. He uh, can even take the controls. You know? Oh well, and um, speaking on that, afterwards I got up, I got my book signed, I spoke to Juno, and I told him about Fan Bros, and he's quite interested. Also today he replied to me on the email. Oh, dope. Yeah, and said, cool. you know, he's down. He's going to hook me up with his publishing people, publicist, and he's like, he's coming on the show. So he's going to be queued up. Yeah, so Juno Diaz look will be that. on Fan Bros very soon, folks, so and look check out, out And check out his books. He's got a couple of novels and a couple of short story collections. I'm and in I... the midst of reading Drown right now, which is his first uh, short story collection, which okay. is really good. And like I said, A Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Wow is just one of the best books I've ever read. It's amazing, and his new book is out. Um, this is how you lose her, which is a collection, another collection of right. short stories. So right. I, I got a copy of that, and I'll be starting that after I finish Drown. But look out for Juno Diaz. Check out his books. He doesn't have a Twitter or any of that, but you know you can find him on the internet. You know him. His name is easy to find. J-U-N-O-T? J-U-N-O-T D-I-A-Z. Juno Diaz. And he's he's like a Dominican dude who grew up in New Jersey and in yep. the city. And and, uh, uh, and is like for real Came Dominican. up in the 80s. Yeah, came up in the late 70s, yeah. 80s. Like, so he's real New Yorker, real... He was watching Thunder the Barbarian when it originally wow. aired. And I'm assuming. Thunder. I know Thundar. I was. Classic. <laughs> Thunder is a classic. Thunder is when he got trapped in a black hole, right? No, that's is that Black Star? That's Black that's Star. Black Star. You're right. Yeah. So which one is no, Thundar? Thundar was like a, a combination of like Conan and Star Wars, and it was it was a dude. It only ran for a year. Does but Thundar have the, the? He bleak? has the sun sword, and then he he rolls with Ukla the Mock and Princess Ariel. But the Gleeks wow. or whatever. No, no, no. That's that's the humanoids Damn. or the Herculoids. That's the Herculoids. The yeah, 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 yeah. With Gleek uh, or no Gleek is is Gleek the the monkey that goes with Gleek. the. Uh, with the um, we are losing with the, with the all Wonder of our listeners yeah, right now. now well, yeah. you know, my <laughs> eyes are just squinting because I'm like, what the hell are y'all talking about? No, these are all Hanna Barbera seventies classic seventies cartoons, and Thunder the Barbarian time. was really influential. And although it it obviously ripped a lot off from it, basically combined mm-hmm. Conan and Star Wars. Yeah, I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. It's said in the future when a runaway meteor comes between the moon and the Earth and 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 rips everything out of, <laughs> out of uh, out of uh, orbit. <laughs> That's when stories were epic back in the 80s, 70s, 80s. That's when the stories were real like, yo. Yeah, and it's dope. I mean, there's like wizards and goblins, but then all kinds of sci-fi stuff. And um, he has a sun sword that is is clearly based on the lightsaber. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I don't remember Thunder as much. I remember the Black Star. Right, Black Star, yeah. See, I think Black Star was a ripoff of Thunder, which was a ripoff of Conan and Star Wars. You're totally right. 
Oh, is that right? Oh, hey. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Look oh, at oh. that. We can't we, we can't just Black have you Star just was the, uh, the two stores. Yes, the, the, yes. But you, but you know that I'm sorry, hi everybody, this is just place. Can you do a little bit? Can you do I mean this is just blaze you know worldwide right. known producer you know of many classics man of you know yes. trap step dj now touring yeah, label I've done, I've done owner few, yeah i've done a few things he's he done a lot you know he's done a few things just blaze joining us in the studio everyone just blaze there we but go you know what else if you remember the uh the the, the sort of uh gray skull the he-man he sword oh yeah there was also Two parts. It was two parts. Was it? One, yes. One half was his, one half yep. was Skeletor. Yes. Oh, right, right, right. Oh. Yeah. Which is also play on the Black Star thing because right. He-Man came later. Right. So it was like they were all taking Conan and Star Wars and somehow kept just kept evolving it. You know, every over two, and over, years. yeah. Yeah, not, yeah not, not many people remember that. That I remember, But I remember because I, I had the first He-Man joint, the first toy, and he had half a sword mm -hmm. and then Skeletor had the other half. And you can put them together. And they even yep. actually made the, the, the toy swords. Where you could put they, them together. They glowed, they, glowed, they glowed in the dark, and you could. Oh, the, you mean the, the ones that you could actually hold, like a yeah, full size joint? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, you could put them together. Ah, mm. see, I remember the nice. Moss Man action figure actually had Moss, Moss on, on it. him. Yeah. yeah, that was really dope at the was, time. Was that a He Man character? Yeah, Moss mm -hmm. Man. I I can't remember if he was a good guy or a bad guy, but he's they're probably, definitely. I think he, I, I thought, thought he was bad. I, I, don't, I, I honestly don't remember. If you got moss all over you, you're, right, you're, right. you're usually bad. Right. Yeah, that's usually not a good thing right there. Um, yeah, no, by the power of Grayskull. That's <laughs> He-Man. That's what he would <laughs> yeah, 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 go from yeah. Adam. I have, I have meek, the power. Meek Adam. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, I, I read this thing the other day. I think it was on io9 about how a real-life He-Man movie would never work. And when you really think about it, well, they did one. Yeah. No, no, but like, did it but work? It, but, but but it wasn't really based on, on He Man. No, no, no. It yeah. was, now yeah. see that you could do He Man coming into this. Oh, is that what? I, yeah, I never saw you it. You never saw that? No. Oh no, it was, it was man. He Man in New York in the eighties. Uh, oh, that's yeah. Doesn't that's no Frank good. Langella play yeah, plays Skeletor? Skeletor. Yeah. Exactly. And you never seen yeah, this? Chico? I haven't seen that. You? No, it's I know I have. <laughs> there are weird holes in my and that that, wow. that yeah. And that, they set it up for a sequel and everything. Because if you stayed after the yeah yeah, Skeletor rises from the lava. Yeah. I'm still here. Wow. The movie did so terribly. Right. Because I, mean, I didn't see it. It was about a magic flute. <laughs> yeah. It was like a magic flute that when you played it, it opened it the, the, it the opened world the, the dimensional one. portal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you hear the or whatever. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> I said I took you to World Five One. I'm doing. I'm putting. I'm oh, pulling in Super Mario Bros. Super Mario right, right, right there with the magic flute. I like it was that. All, I mean, don't get me wrong. I bought it on Blu-ray, DVD, all Wow. But it was terrible. I saw it in the theater. It used to be, too. Yeah, I, I damn it's sure It's one of those things. It's like a cult classic. Yeah, it's like it's not even a cult classic. But it was supposed to be a classic, not a cult classic. Yeah, it's, it's a nostalgia thing. Um, I saw Crawl in the theaters. I remember that. Do you guys remember Crawl? Yo. That was yeah, where yeah. he had like the, the star thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there was like a Cyclops, and there was like a really whack comedian, like like uh, yeah. emo or some, some sort of... Yeah, emo, emo. People like, say that Crawl is terrible, yeah. and I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater. And you loved it when you I saw it. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, but, so now, did I. but now when I, but people are like, "Yo, Crawl is ass." Well, like, going back and watching it now it probably would be bad. It's like going back and trying to watch He Man. Mm, the cartoon on the is, same level. Yeah, and to be honest, even Thundercats. Oh man, the Thundercats cartoon. Is I never ass. liked Thundercats. I, the Thundercats. Th Thundercats. Thundercats. Silverhawks. <laughs> all of that. 
which is basically the same thing. Yep. Love that era of cartoons, but when when Thunderhawks, Thunderhawks, when Thunder. Thundercats <laughs> finally came back Thunder out, Thunderhats, Thunderhawks. When Thundercats finally came back out on on DVD, oh, it's terrible. I went and bought it, and it just didn't did not hold up. No. Yeah. Did you get to see the Thundercats remake cartoon that came on? No, last I, heard it was, year. I heard it was good though. Great. It was good. The it was animation really was good. really nice. Yeah, animation was, really was great. That's and what they, I heard. They even brought in. On one episode, Mumra is looking at a screen like he's talking to some other evil villains, and it's like four different screens pop up, and three of them are just random evil villains, and then one is dude from Silverhawks. Oh. Um, the monster, yeah. the big red guy with the red eye. Yeah, with eye. the red eye, yeah. Yeah, he pops up, and so people were thinking they were going to do a Silverhawks show, but then Thundercats got canceled. And I love when they do that, though. Like, if, you, if you remember, there was one point, and this was way late, in, in the Transformers cartoon line, they brought Cobra Commander in. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. What? There's an episode of Transformers with Cobra Commander. Because you wow. know Cobra Commander and Starscream same is the same, same voice. Same voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's dope. That yeah. I knew, that, but I didn't know he was actually like, on yeah. like, in an episode. It's like season four, maybe, and he's not Cobra Commander, or you don't know he's Cobra Commander. They call him Old Snake. Oh. That's then, how they get around it, yeah. And, but no, no, no. But hit at the very end of the like the last shot. He puts on the helmet. At, no, at the last shot because at this point he's old, he's decrepit. So <laughs> he wears like a fedora. And a, and oh, a, that's dope. And a old, coat the old time, but and he's like, you know, no. he's got breathing problems because you know he's in his seventies or eighties at this point. No eye patch. But at the very end, he uh, as he's walking away after you know the whole cartoon happens, he walks out and he's like, Cobra. <laughs> oh, oh, I, <laughs> you know, now that you. Mention it. I might have seen that as a kid and not even put two and two together. Yeah, old snake was Cobra Commander. Wow. Yeah, because I remember that Cobra and the coffin bit. Yeah. But yeah, I might have not even put the two and two together. Speaking of cartoon clashes, y'all ever seen um, Voltron uh, two versus Voltron three? I'm sorry, one versus three. The The dog, the the lion lion versus versus the cars. 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 I've never seen that. No. Yo, I I I never believed it. I remember there was one day. (laughs) One of my best friends, uh, I think it was Alex. It was Alex Ronceros. This must have been like fifth grade, and he stayed home sick from school one day. And he comes to school the next day, he's like, y'all, y'all never guess what I saw. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's like, I saw both Voltrons Friday. I'm like, what? He's like, they, they had a cartoon. It came on like at 10 o'clock in the morning, which really made no sense. And it right. turns out he was telling the truth. But it made no sense because the kids were in school at 10 o'clock yep. in the morning. Yeah. For whatever reason, the but Voltron used to come on at a weird, weird time, like, time. like Robotech. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I used to watch Voltron at, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I think so, but then but like, this was a special. The, the Lions one was on at a different time. Like, yeah. Then, then the well, Cars I guess it depends one, on, it depends yeah, on which one you were watching. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because for us, they, they it alternated. Some weeks it would be the Lions, Lions. some right. weeks it would be, be the cars. cars. But for whatever reason, they ran a special two-hour movie of Voltron versus Voltron at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. Wow. And nobody believed him. And I, I, to be honest, I always thought he was BSing yeah. until about five years ago. I just randomly Googled it. And sure enough, I found the air date. And I was like, that was right, right. around that right. time. Wow. wow. And um, I think, I don't know if it officially exists on a DVD anywhere. But if you go to like one of those conventions where you can buy the bootlegs. I was going to say, you could go to some some con and find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's where I got all my stuff. Like, that's where I got the... Uh, was it the, the Justice League movie or oh, no, the Fantastic Four? And you can movie. import yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The, the you can bootleg, import that, yeah. like anime importer, one of them types of websites. You can get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Roger Corman, right? Who directed that first uh, Fantastic Four movie? Did he? Yeah, I think, I think so. The one that never came out. The right? one yeah. that never came out. Yeah. They, he, they just did it because they needed to keep the rights. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. So they made the movie. Yeah. Uh, there also was a terrible Justice League. Yeah, movie yeah. I, I had that. Yeah. Was that? Oh, like that David Ogden Ogden Steers. And then there was that as the Martian Manhunter. I think there was a Flash movie too. There's a. I mean, there was a Flash. 
slash TV show. It was a TV show. Yeah. yeah. But I think, the, there was, you know what I'm thinking? I think there was a pilot. I could be wrong. But I remember I went to this one con, a local one in LA, and I got all of them at once. Mm. And there was something Flash related that never came out. Ah. That, that that um was I, I got it when I got the Justice League movie and I got a uh, the finale of Transformers Scramble City that I don't think ever actually aired. What's that? No, it did air. Scr- Transformers it was, Scramble City. After it canceled in the in the US, yep. it ran for one more season out there. Wow. And I think they actually had Starscream, I'm sorry, uh, Soundwave and Blaster kill each other. What? Yeah, no, they, wow. they they fought to the death, <laughs> and then somebody I forget who I, I forget who it was, but somebody went and collected their parts, and they made Sound Blaster. I knew he was gonna say no that. No way! <laughs> and it was a combination of just plays is effing my head up yeah, right now, no, folks. It's like this all day. Yeah. It's like he walked in, he docked with our ship, boarded, and then just completely right, destroyed right, right, exactly. everything. Right, right, exactly. Like oh he just took head. out the laser gun and just went at it. Oh man! Oh, you I'm, remember this? Oh, I'm so I lost. know the plans for this battle station are somewhere on this ship. I mean, where was the red alert? Yeah. Where is the EXO? We have no nobody saving us right now. No speaking, shield. Speaking of um so so speaking of blasters, do you remember laser tag? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Do you remember Photon? Of course. Yes. I, was, I had who Photon. Was main, who was the main character in Photon? Oh god, I got no clue. Yeah, yeah. Bodie Lee. Who's Bodie Lee? Bodie Lee, they they did a Saturday morning uh Photon TV show yep, to I try to that. help sell the guns. Bodie Lee was the main dude. Okay, was that was like his, the, that was his name, was Bodie yeah. Lee? Wow. Now, speaking of laser guns and toys, <laughs> does anybody remember Zillion? No. no. Wow. Wait. No. Did anybody ever have the Sega Master System? No. no. Or remember it? Yes. I remember it, yes. yes. The Sega Master System came with the gun. Yep, yeah. right. The Zapper? Uh, Nintendo has that. No, Nintendo has Zapper with the Zapper. I think it was called the Light Gun. Okay, yep. So... One of my favorite games as a kid was was this game called Zillion Two. Not Zillion, like Zaxxon. I remember Zaxxon. Yeah, no, not Zaxxon. It was called okay. Zillion Two. There was also a Zillion One, but I played Zillion Two first. What I didn't know until two days ago. It <laughs> <laughs> all, all comes back. Y'all. Zillion Two, or, or Zillion, was an anime. I didn't know this. Zillion was a Japanese anime, um, and it was made by Sega to sell the light gun. So the whole premise of the whole anime revolved around this gun. <laughs> and when you look at the cartoon now, you're like, that's the Sega light, light gun. gun. Wow. And that's why the game was on Sega. The, the Sega system. So they, they but that made makes the sense anime, they do that. They made an anime to sell the gun. They made an, yeah, they made an yeah. anime to sell the gun. They wow. do and that and, now. And, and, the and they killed it and made, and made two games right. based on that anime. Uh, wow. I was always a Sega kid. I, I was never really like, Mario didn't do it for me. You know, I've, I've had this. I think you said Nintendo didn't do it for you? Mm-mm. Wow, mm-mm. I, I've had this confession. I I don't know if I've ever confessed this before, but I was one of the few who owned the Turbo Graphics. Sixteen. Yes. I had the Turbo. Wow. I had the CD player. Wow, the Turbo CD. It. It that was a Turbo Duo, it, I think. It, no, no, no. This is the first CD players before the oh, Duo. Oh, you like, added it on. You added it on, yeah. and it was like it cost so much that I got that for Christmas and for my birthday in February. Like that was a oh, combo yeah, gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so you had the Master System? You I had, had the. You had the Genesis. Yes. You I had, had the, the 32X. I had the Genesis. Yes. You had the CD. Yes. You had the Saturn. <laughs> yes. I didn't get the Saturn until like after like much later. Um, but I, I got I had the Master System. I'll tell you a great, a great story about how I got my Master System. <laughs> Check this out. Here's Just Blaze's uh, Fan Bros Confessions. So, Master <laughs> System comes out. For whatever reason, I gravitated to those commercials more than I did the Nintendo commercials. My parents are separated. They're not divorced, but they're separated. Mm-hmm. But even though they're not officially divorced, Pops is still paying child support. Ah. He lived in Secaucus. So we're at the mall. I forget the name of the mall now. 
Um, but um, no, that's Sawgrass Mills. That's in Florida. Oh, the name of the mall doesn't matter. So we're, <laughs> we walk by this one video game store. I'm like, Dad, can we go in here? I was eight, I believe, going to the store. And they had the Sega Master System. They had the Sega Base System. The difference was the base system didn't come with the gun. Yep. Which mm-hmm. I was like, all right. I, don't I remember that. So I'm sitting there and I'm trying to scheme like, how can I get this? So I'm like, and I know my my pops paid $100 a week per kid. And it was three of us. Right? Wow. And. Jeez, in the 80s? Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. $100 a week per kid. So this was. Stay married, folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the master system was eighty nine ninety five. So I'm like, all right, that could just be my money plus <laughs> minus ten dollars. Right. So I'm like, yo, dad. So if mom says you can use my, the, you know, the child support money to buy this, is that cool? He's like, yeah. I'm like, he's like, I don't care. So I go to the payphone. I'm like, let me get a quarter. Go to the payphone. Yo, mom, can dad buy us a Sega? Okay. Click. Mom said it's cool. I just was not doing the full story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not lying if you omit something. As long as everything you say is true and everything you said is true. Well, so, true. See, that's know. that lawyer's logic. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, the lawyer's logic. that's that New York lawyer logic. Right. But it's, you know, it, it's technically all true. So I went. And so he was like, all right, fine, no problem. Paid for it. Got home. So... I knew it was about to go down, yeah. so I, I just conveniently <laughs> went to the den, right. had the Set box the with game. me, I'm like unpacking it, and I'm all here, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Justin, get over here! So I go, oh. and, sh- and I'm like, you know, they, they give me the fifth degree, the Spanish Inquisition, and I'm just like, yeah, yes, my mom's ultimate punishment. He says, you know what? I'm going to let you keep it. But this was like in February. Oh. She's like, I'm going to let you keep it. But you can't play with it until Christmas. Ooh. And I'm going to leave it right on my Ooh. dresser. And if you even try to open this box, I'm going to know because I'm going to check it every night. Because I'm about to say, you, you know the kids usually try to figure out something. I figured it out. Yeah, okay. I mean, come on. I, I, I know what you just All kids figure it out. But, you know, when you're that young, it's like you don't really, you don't have that much control over the situation. So it was like, if I knew she was like going to the gas station and she was going to be gone for 20 minutes, that was like my 20 minutes to play. So I, I I got that off. You did that fast. You had it. Wow. Oh, wow. And yeah. you get it back. You had in. And get it back in. Yeah. And plug I, it I really, in. Hook it I up. Just wanted everything. to turn it on and see it. Yeah. Right. Like, so I, I maybe did that like three or four times, and then after that it was all good. But yeah, I was always a second dude. So I had that. I had the the, the, the Master System. The Genesis. Genesis. Uh, then the Sega CD came out. Yeah, Sega CD. I forgot to say. Sega then CD. the thirty two X. God, I missed all these. Um, yeah, the, the Dreamcast. Genesis, Tell me you oh, had the Dreamcast. I had the Dreamcast. I had the Dreamcast like two years before it came out. Wow. I'm a Dreamcast. When it comes to Dreamcast, I'm like a cult. <laughs> <came out. laughs> I had that. I had and, two Dreamcasts. And I had, you know, the, the best. I'm, I'm actually, she could have told the story too. Um, Sega Bass Fishing, when they came up with that fishing controller. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I used to be, I remember I got my first, like when I got my first little bit of money, this dude I know who owned a gallery. Um, this is before plasmas were common. Yep. He had these giant um, 60-inch big butt TVs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. CRTs. The CRTs. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even a projection. It was a CRT. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Mitsubishi's in his display windows. When he was uh, shutting down the gallery, he sold one of those TVs for like three, 4000 I was in my crib. This, and I had a little studio apartment about the size of the studio. Yep. Took up like half. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in there like cat. Like, you probably on top boom. of the screen like this. 
<laughs> you caught a big one. Remember them fishing? This, sound, this sounds like the, the show with Sean uh, Sean Price yes, last week. Yeah. What's all these fishing games? Yeah, I don't every know. Si- like I said, every, I was mentioning every system, no matter how powerful it gets, there's always a fishing game. Yeah, always. That was my first and only experience with it, but I was addicted to that game. Yeah, I I've never been game. a really fishing game person. And, I, and I'm not a fishing person. You know what it is? I'm not a fishing person, period. I like fishing. I just like yeah. the fact that there was a controller that that went by your, your motion. movement. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and that, that was, was before the movement. That, that was way before That's what we, way before that. Wait, 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 wait. No, it's funny. I also had a PS2 about a year and a half, two years before it came out. <laughs> Sticky fingers. This is just flossing twice on no, us. No, 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 no. <laughs> but at the time, nobody had ever seen anything like that. Obviously. And Sticky fingers tried to steal it from me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he actually he didn't try to steal it from me. He tried to he tried to scare me into giving it to him. Like, scare you? Yeah, I was I was. Um, have you ever met Sticky fingers? I never met in person. No. He, but he's he, definitely intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that. I'm an intern at this studio. Um, actually, I don't think I was interning anymore. Um, but I had some kind of position there. And I had brought it in because I had got it. Everybody wanted to see it because nobody had ever seen it before. So we're playing um, Street Fighter EX Plus Alpha. So he comes in the room. He sees like, yo, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he has the lazy eye. sinister. Yeah. He has the lazy eye, so he's already like squinting. Swing yeah. kind of. yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is the new PlayStation. He's like, that's real nice. <laughs> Where you get it? said, oh, you know, I have a homie, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Let me hold it. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> he's like, he not laughing. Let me hold it. <laughs> and then, as, as the more he's asking, the more his eyes start squinting. Let me hold it. I was like, nah, fam, no, yeah. no, no. I paid like just to get it early. I paid like sixteen hundred dollars for it. So yeah. I'm saying that you yeah. paid at least four times. A week. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 no. And then he was just like, all right, I'll be back. <laughs> he walked out. I think he just wanted to mess with me to see if he could scare me. Yeah, he was not getting. When I bought mm-hmm. a PS2, it was towards the end of the life cycle, and I only bought it specifically for Katamari. That was the oh, only God. Game. roll around. Yeah. Oh, That's Katamari. The, I, I didn't even want the damn system until that game came out, and I was like, "Yo, I, want I, I, never I had every it. other system." I don't I, know I how I got hooked on it. it. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know how I got hooked on Katamari, but Katamari is one of those games. Yo, the music in the, the first music Katamari just is oh. yes, the music. Yo, they is got this phenomenal. like Frank Sinatra type song, like some. It's like it's like Fly Me Will to the Moon, but it's not. Me? But I want to whirl you up into my life. Yo, yeah, 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 it, yeah. the music is insane in I, that I first. I even bought it. I just never actually got around. It's to so it. worth going. Like find you the should soundtrack. play it right now. Yeah, find the I soundtrack. Think, isn't, it on, isn't it on one of the like the iPad or something? Might be. Yeah, might be. You could download it now. But God, Katamari is you know so what, you much know what fun. No, did it for me on the PS Two. Um, and this is actually the only game I was ever actually ad- addicted to. Everybody thinks that I have this crazy video game obsession. Yep. The only game I was ever, ever <laughs> yeah, addicted. I wonder, wonder what would give them that idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can tell you what it was. It was the that Jay Z fade the black scene. Yeah, that right. did it. Yeah. Where MTV had edited something that I said right. and made it sound sound so crazy. <laughs> And I think after I said it, I'm like, I know what they're gonna do with this. Hold yeah. on, <laughs> don't edit this to do this, 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 and this. Right, and, and that's exactly, exactly what, what they, they did. did yeah. So that which which caused the whole fade the black thing. Yeah. Anyway, only game I was ever actually fanatical about was a uh, SOCOM oh. U.S. Navy oh. SEALs. It was the first game on a console that you could play online or on a PS2 against other people. And I remember the game came out. On the 27th of August, and I only remember this because my mother's birthday is the 28th, the modem shipped late. Oh, where? My mom, oh, my dad's 29th, yeah. Nice. Oh, where? Yeah. yeah. Happy belated. Yeah, whole family's Virgos, man. Jeez. My whole family, too. Oh. That's a whole other story. Yeah. Like, oh. 
So <laughs> the modem comes out on the 28th. It's conversation, no end, y'all. The modem comes out on the 28th. I buy it not really knowing what's up because I just buy gadgets. Yep. I get home and I'm like, oh, wait, all right, I get it. Oh, so calm, you can play online. All right, cool. I put my life was changed. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, I'm killing these. These are real people that I'm killing in oh. real. Was oh, that, it's it was on. that connection? What's that? It was that connection that you was like, yeah, like, and once I realized, like, I'm like, wait a minute, we're all in this room fighting each other. Oh, it's on. You and know, um, I didn't leave the room for the rest. Of, I didn't leave that room for the rest of the weekend. Guru's boy Butter from Howard. Yeah, you probably met him a couple times. Yeah, he's the same way with SoCom. Like it was. I mean, I think the PlayStation Three had come out, right? And he was still on PlayStation Two playing that SoCom until they brought out the new SoCom. The SoCom for the PS3. For PlayStation Three, he never bought one. He stayed on SoCom. Dude, that game, like. There's one level called Frostfire. I mean, I, I can't, I'm not even going to get into this because I'll be here all night. <laughs> I, I was in the clan and everything. Uh. Shout out to the OZ. I don't know where any of them is at right now. <laughs> but, where they at? Yo, that, literally, like, I would lose sleep. I would, I would skip work. I would skip sessions. Not really skip sessions, but I, would, <laughs> yeah. I might get there like. Oh, you might, know, you just told the truth just now. No, no, no. That I would was skip the truth. sessions, but I might, get, I might get there like three, four hours late. Uh, that's basically skipping the damn session. Yeah, not just, really. That's just. No, but that's, that's that lawyer. See that? There you go. Yeah. The lawyer talk that's is coming out. Skipping the session. It's not still the game. He showed up. That's that kid lawyer. Well, I didn't. I didn't not. Lie to you, I just omitted some information. I just omitted certain things. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yo, I, I broke my leg. I'll be I'll be there in three hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> once it knits. <laughs> yeah, once it melds back together. Yeah. Speaking of melding in the healing factor, <laughs> did y'all see Wolverine? I didn't see it. Uh, Tatiana, Tatiana did. Ooh, that was a that was a, that was yeah. a pause. Uh, y'all can't wow. see that. I paused and I kind of did the the meh shrug or whatever. Right. Um, it was definitely better than than Origins. It well, was anything we'd be yeah. right, yeah. but yeah. like I said, me sitting that? on a toilet for two hours on <laughs> yeah. camera, would be better than that. <laughs> and that's the point I had made too. When we were talking about it, like last month, we were like, it's not that much of a bar to jump over right now. The bar is set real super low. So right. are they just getting over based based on the fact that the bar is low, or because it was actually better? I personally didn't really think it was that big of a deal. It wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't a great movie. It wasn't a good movie either. Yeah, well, it was just right in between. But apparently now it's like the like the fourth highest. Either either X Men related, uh, grossing X Men related film of really? all time. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. I mean, but also they ride on Wolverine's ass yeah, a lot. Yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine will sell your movie. And um, did they release it in 3D and IMAX? Because they also go off the like because they charge more for that, yeah. so that adds. Yeah, they definitely to the did. Box I don't remember. Did. I would imagine. To be honest, I don't think they did it. In 3D. I don't think. I, don't think 3D. I, don't, I didn't yeah. see it in 3D. So and I don't think it was 3D. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. It was. It was basically instead of it wasn't a super. What I had. In fact, I talked about this on fanbros.com. It wasn't a superhero movie. It wasn't a Really, to me, it wasn't a Marvel movie. It was a movie about a guy that happens to have claws that was in Japan. <laughs> Who then? And, and that's it, how it. No, for real, that's how the movie played out. At least to me, that's because it was just like all these random instances. Like here's the yakuza, here's the ninjas, and here's the love interest. Even though the love interest was part part canon, I understand. Yeah, that. that's like, but. It just the wasn't. F- isn't it, there a whole plot line where he's trying to get rid of his powers too? Which I he, feel like is you know how can you have a superhero? The, the, movie the whole the, superhero the, the is option. trying to. Yeah, get- the whole premise is that his old an old buddy of his, supposedly a buddy, just said, "Hey, I can take that." 
campaign away from you. It was right. somebody he met back in during the Hiro- Hiroshima days. Right. And he saved this guy, and this guy said, you know what? You've been alive forever. You're basically a vampire. Let me take this pain away from you and give you a real life. Right. That guy wanted the power for himself. Right. He he was, right. Real talk, he wanted the power for right. himself, but he was he presented it as, oh, this is a gift to you, Wolverine. And Wolverine's like, yeah, 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 whatever. And it actually works, and then that's how the movie But that's like out. a common thing in superhero movies, like, is that the hero gives up his power. Like well, I mean, Superman 2. Superman 2, yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, but I had that issue in Iron Man 3 where he's Iron not in the suit for, yeah. like, the vast majority of the movie. And then like, at the end, he destroys all his suits. Right, right, and right. Like you know, I'm done with this right. Iron Manning thing. You know. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, and Iron Man three, he did destroy everything. Yeah, he destroyed, he destroyed yeah. all, the, all mar- the marks. At the very that doesn't end. mean there's no. He had one more though. I, was, I thought he said. I thought he left. He I left he one. Kept one. He kept one. I he re- does? distinctly. I don't remember when, but I distinctly remember seeing one. Yeah, I thought he kept one destroyed. Like I all mean, the he has to. Well, they have to. They to, has to. to or there's to, to Rhodey for the next movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's he signed I mean, off for Avengers. Two no, or he, three. he did, I thought he destroyed Rhodey. Rhodey. I don't remember. The yeah, whole point yeah, no, is he. The whole point is he. Yes, he had one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So movies, suits, Robocop of. Oh, I was gonna go somewhere else, but we can go to Robocop. I mean, well, where were you gonna go? I was going to go to Spider-Man because one of the next Marvel movies is Spider-Man. <laughs> right. But if you see what's happening in the comic books. What's this? Um, You're going to have to, yeah. I'm, Otto Octavius like, what are you talking about? Oh, oh yeah, Spider-Man. yeah, yeah. We've talked about oh, this before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chico had no idea about this the Wait, first time who? we brought this up. Yeah. Dr. Octopus is now Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. swap yeah, brains. Yeah, I, know. Yeah, I was about to say the brain people. situation. Yeah, yeah, like, but I'm like, it has. They have to rectify this by the time part two comes out. They can't keep this going on for too much longer. They. I mean, the thing is, like I've talked about on the show. Like I don't read the main Spider-Man comic book where it's happening, but in the Avengers comic book where it's, Spider-Man's a it's member. It's happening there too. Yeah, it's happening yeah. there, and he, it's really well done in the Avengers comic. Well, here's the thing: is it is it is well done. Like, yeah. When I first heard the news, read the news, I was like, "No, I'm done." Yeah. Like most Marvel, people were. Yeah. Whatever. Oh man, they that, were death threats. Yeah, and it was then ugly. I, and then I. Gave it a shot. And I read it. I'm like, oh, this is very well done, but I don't want to read this for the next few years. Yeah, it's it'll probably go on. Like you say, by new Spider-Man drops back. next summer, right? Yeah. yeah is, so by that time, it's gonna be back to. Is Peter this Parker. the one that Dan Slott writes? Yes, Dan yeah, Slott yeah, writes yeah, it. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And the hate is insane. And they both have eight eight legs: spiders and octopuses, octopi. octopi. Both have eight legs. Wow. There's your Chicopedia right, moment right, of the week. Right, there right. you go. Yeah. There's always one, at least <laughs> yeah. one. I had no idea. But yeah, Robocop. Ah, yeah. Um, speaking of brains and transferring brains, RoboCop. The new trailer, for those who don't know, uh, it dropped today out on the internet. It's just now, actually, like right before we started the show, the new trailer for the new RoboCop, which debuts next year, next February, I think, yeah. something around that. Joel Kinnaman is the is the guy playing RoboCop. Joel Kinnaman is yeah. the guy playing the RoboCop. Yeah, you, you could see him on The Killing. It was a yeah. TV ah, show. Okay. Yeah, I never caught that, but you I heard said, that you said Michael good. Keaton's in it. Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton Samuel Earl. Jackson, Samuel Jackson, Samuel yeah. Jackson, looking crazy. As Jackie always. Earl Hilly's in it. Right. Um, Rorschach from the Watchmen. Yep. Movie. Um, but uh, we all watched the trailer right before the show started. Uh, it's been there done that you know like between the other robocop movies and the judge dread movies and and it looks looks more of the same you know i mean it looks well done yeah but they put effort into it for sure right you know they try to make it make it slick and cool like they always try to do it just wasn't exciting well the cool the the thing and granted we're talking about a trailer we're not talking about the movie yet but what are like robocop is in my top three movies all the time wow the original the um it's definitely up there the the way it's written, yeah. The actual dialogue, Clarence. Yes, the, the Clarence is yeah. performing. The one Bitches line, leave. Yeah, yeah that's one of the. That's, <laughs> that's one of the I might get. I, I've seriously considered on multiple times getting bitches leave tattooed on me. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but you, the 
amount of one-liners in that movie. Like, oh, I man, buy that for a dollar. Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah. Can you fly, uh, Bobby? Bobby? Can you <laughs> fly? <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> when they shoot him, does it hurt? Does it hurt? <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Cobra Give Assault Cannon. The hand. State-of-the-art bang-bang. Like the, 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 the dialogue oh, is so man. witty. But it's also... One of the great you crossed my line of death. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great underlying things about that movie is the the, the statements on society. Yes, the social commentary. Yes, in the, the movie. social commentary. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of, even though it was set in the future. Oh man, the, it was the, in the, the past social commentary the about yep. what was happening in America at that time. Yep. Like so, and the way they delivered it with such a cynical angle <laughs> is one of the things that made that movie a classic yes. for me. Even as a as a fifth grader, like once I got past. The spinning guns, yeah, and the action yeah, 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 definitely. All that, and you watch it as you get old, you're like, "Yo, this is a masterpiece." Yeah, because when I saw it, I, when I saw the same, I was maybe a couple years older than you, and right. it was the same way. I, you know, I just loved the spinning gun. You know, I loved the mutant getting dropped in the toxic oh. ways. Oh, oh yeah, that man. was so gross. But when you, as you watch it again, it becomes like like Starship Troopers, another movie like that, yes. like where it's like my, one of that's one of my top. That's one of my, yeah. one yeah. of one my top, top too. Also, Definitely. we've never talked I actually about just that. Watched, I love I, that movie. I did a whole Starship Troopers run about a month ago. Wow! I watched one, two, and three. See, I've Have heard the others. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I don't rock with the, the others. I haven't seen the sequels either. I'm a purist. I only look at the first. But you haven't even seen it. How would you know? I don't. I just feel some type of way. Okay, you I'm tell me. You tell me. You tell so me. Is three prove? better than two? Because I know two is on Netflix. Because I'm not the only one that feels that way. So prove what wh- feels. But feels what? But you haven't actually said how you feel, other than the fact I that you're feel, a purist. I feel like this. First of all, I feel like the sequels were unnecessary. I feel like by itself, on its own, that you wouldn't know that because you haven't seen perfect it. movie to me. But you haven't seen it. Explain why. I'm just saying that they're actually good. They're not bad. <laughs> <laughs> part three. I don't remember part two as much. Um, cause I saw it like when it first came out, but I watched three recently. I'm sorry, so, I, I, when I did the marathon, I only watched one and three because I didn't have two on me. So three. Yeah, okay. three is actually I liked it. I liked it. I, I'm I don't have a big stink. And this and this app, this is this is without any of the original cast, right? I want to say because I know Johnny Rico ain't in Rico. it. I want to say somebody comes back, if I'm not mistaken, in part three from the really? original cast. But all, what I'm saying, I'm not saying it's a masterpiece. I'm not saying it's up there with the first one. I'm just saying when I watched it, I was entertained. Whereas they lost a lot of that political satire and social commentary in the second one. They brought it back. Okay, yeah, because that's what makes really, it. It actually goes back further. It's not so much, it doesn't so much speak to now, but maybe towards like Cold War era. Ah. Or like um, maybe even far back as like the World War II era. Okay. A lot of the like. The patriotism. That, the, that's like the first of, one well, that, too. The yeah. first one had that. Yeah. The first one a lot had of the plays on, on, but the way they're the spinning it now, we're like, die for your country. Yeah, yep. It kind of goes back to the World War Two era. Okay, right. more so because right now you you can't come out with die a commercial. Like, so can I skip yeah. two and just go? I, I would watch three. I would watch three. Okay, okay. The, three. You know, three was done by um Stage Six, who's actually been putting out a lot of good, relatively low budget. Um, horror and science fiction over the past couple of years. Ah. Stage six, you should check like all the stage, the stage the stage six movies are generally good. But that's like 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 we were saying about the new Robocop trailer. It's like they're trying to bring in the drones yeah. and things of that nature that you know that we're that are going on right now in our time. But it just it didn't look exciting. Like it wasn't that it, it looked good. It looked it looked crisp as, yeah. as in just visuals. And what they presented, that package that they presented, was well done. It was high, high production value. It was very, there you go, it was high yeah. production, production value. value. But as far as does this make you want to go see this movie or get you excited, I didn't feel Not that. Not really. No. I didn't feel that. Not at all. So, I don't know. All right. Well, I guess right there we can take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. Internet, you are listening to Fan Bros. This is a podcast 
for people who are fans and bros and not always bros. What? You can, you can find fan bros on iTunes. Go to iTunes. Right now. Click it. Fan bros. Subscribe. Fan bros show. Fan bros show. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Now you found it. Now you found us. Yes. Okay? Click on that. Comment. Rate that. But most of all, subscribe. Subscribe to the content that you're going to love listening to. Where people talk about television, pop culture, comic books, movies. Animation. Clothing. Random acts of violence. Cosplay. Jesus. Sailor Moon. Penis. <laughs> Had to go there. All right. <laughs> okay, okay, no, internet. Seriously, seriously. There'll probably be no more mentions of male genitalia on fan bros. All right? But I still want you to subscribe. Come on. For real. You like this podcast. You know you like this podcast. I'll tell you what. You subscribe to this podcast, and I will walk around to my regular day job in a costume. I'll do that. Sounds like a deal. I'll do that because you committed to listening to Fan Bros. All right. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. And welcome back, Internet. We're right back. I hope that break wasn't too long. Joining us in the studio for this episode is the one and only Just Blaze. Hello. So, you know, we got a few more things to talk about on the show. Just, you had some points you wanted to make well, no, about... No, no, we just talked... We were talking behind the scenes about uh, video game systems and yep. the turbo graphics came up. And one of the premier games, one of the launch games for that system was called China Warrior. And I just <laughs> was posing the question, in 2013, could you come out with a game called China Warrior? I doubt it. No. No. Because you know, like, that's the new big thing, right? Um, Like, with Pacific Rim, it made more money in China than it did here. Yeah. And so now it's getting a sequel. Yeah. And now, but did you see what happened with the with, Chinese um, prime minister? Yeah, didn't, when someone oh, said that it was, was like it? American propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Against the Chinese. Right. Now, had that movie flopped, I don't think that he no, would even bother to make that statement. No, and then there's nah. a new movie. And it's movie. not even an American movie, and it's got all kinds of international yeah. stars Yeah, it's and not really an American it, movie. You know, it's so... Well, and, they don't diss, and they don't diss the Chinese in that movie. I don't no. understand. No, because the Chinese was the he hardest because they team were, in that movie. Yeah. Because they were fighting on... Uh, the Russian the, side? No, no, the ocean. Whatever the ocean the is, it shows that the big bad Americans have come to save the day in the oh. in their ocean. Right. Uh, oh, okay, I feel like. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Like imperialistic all kinds type of, stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. They, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff going on in the Pacific with like American ships and Chinese yeah. ships yeah. and all that. Yep. So it's that, exactly. Like, oh, the, so the Ameri- it took the Americans and their technology right. to come save the day for the Chinese. Not as propaganda. Mm, yeah, I could, I could understand but that. But here's the thing is, I don't think... But you gotta remember that's like every movie, though. But it's not <laughs> even that. Every movie. This movie is, this movie is based in Asian mythology, like the kaiju. Yep. yep. You know all the old Japanese monster movies. Yep. Of, and, the Jaegers. And, and he's doing it as a as a homage to that era of yep. movie. And right. it's a Mexican dude doing it, right? You know, so I it's mean, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. yeah, I mean the dude has a, a Mexican accent. And but that was the other point too. I, I think that that the Chinese were mad about was like they show in China in their land they were like worshiping the dead kaiju and whatnot. Right. While the Americans were over here like now nah, we're killing these guys off and the Chinese are like well no but we're I gonna mean, eat them. You but know? I mean the movie right. embraced typical stereotypes of every single culture. Oh, this is true. Right. Every single culture. Yeah. So I mean what do you I mean come on man. Yeah yeah. You know everybody has an agenda. You know, and uh, speaking of stereotypes, we've had a debate that we've been meaning to bring to this show for a minute, and it, because it's two of the biggest franchises of all times, Star Wars 
and Star Trek. Right. And, you know, we have, we're we kind of divided amongst the show as to which is the greater show. We were waiting for our friend Young Guru to come on. You know, we wanted to bring him He's on. He's like the Trekkie Supreme. He's like the Trekkie Supreme for some reason. But we can always continue. This can be a continuum. Oh, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I'm sure yeah. we're going to hear it in the comments section on fanbros.com, you know, on our SoundCloud, on our iTunes. So on Twitter. On Twitter, at Fanbros Show. So, you know, we just wanted to bring the debate to the front and say which is the best of the all time. Star Wars or Star Trek? See, let me just ask if they, a qualifier. Are we saying all the Star Wars stuff, or are we saying all the Star Trek? Because I feel like if you just say the just the first three Star Wars, yep. then I'm going to go with Star Wars. Okay. You know, I've never seen any of the Star Treks after Deep Space Nine, so I, you know, where it me starts either. going downhill. But I thought Next Generation and Deep Space Nine were incredible, and if we're including the whack Star Wars that I don't, I don't even want to admit exist. You're know, talking about the prequels. The yeah. prequels, yeah. and uh, you know, then you know, if, if you if you include those in there, then I'm going to go with Star Trek. That's it, a good it depends point, on. What, but see, but here's the thing. But, you, you're, but, you're but, here, but here's one thing. Here's one reason why I don't feel like that's necessarily a fair balance, is because with Star Trek, you have you're talking about. Hundreds of episodes, thousands even. Yeah, I don't thousands know. Episodes. Episodes. But also, I don't know, I don't versus Star Trek mo- has versus three movies. That that yeah. argument doesn't really. No, it's true. Well, it's true. and there's there's also different genres because then you have movies and you also have the Star Trek, not Star Trek, the Star Wars cartoons. Right, that well, Clone came Wars out. I mean, was and you, really and you have dope. to depend. Oh. What era are we talking about? Are we talking about the early Christmas, on, the like Christmas special? Are, 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 are Christmas talking about the original Star Trek and original Star Wars special or the Ewok movies? Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I actually, I mean, this is another discussion. I think the Ewoks are maligned. I don't count the Ewoks I love the as a Ewoks. bad thing. Exactly, I do too. See, that's the thing. I loved him as a child. I was a fan. I I, I was actually a member of uh, Bantha Tracks, the fan club. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, as a kid, they're, they're, I was that's what they're even now. Like they have this awesome tribal culture. That's what they're, I'm saying. They're smoking, yeah. they're smoking weed while they, and and worshiping uh, <laughs> C three PO. Yeah, like, and and I and and the way that they use their like when it, when, it, when, it, when it when it went down. Yeah, the rebels would not have won. Absolutely not. And the Ewoks yeah. were whooping ass. Yes, right. they were. With they their were. primal technology and tricks, but like you said, the woodblocks, yeah, yeah, ATSC. I think uh, one thing about the Ewoks that people don't really um, give them credit for is how ruthlessly evil they are. They are evil. ruthless. They're they gonna eat. They ruthless. because he's food to them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like, this is Luke Skywalker coming in on a plate right here. <laughs> he, he's like, he just hungry. He just wants some right. crab rangoon. Right. Give him some. Right. And to them, Luke Skywalker was crab rangoon. That's what I'm saying. Even when yo, it's the thing. Even when their god told them these are my friends right they were like all right cool we're still gonna eat them <laughs> <laughs> it took it took luke to elevate it's CGP just a different value chain. system just a so, different value system so like, the, i don't i don't buy i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off no, i don't buy the people trying to equate um the ewoks with jar jar right no 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 no, that's no, no, no. those are two different stories oh, yeah, no, but you yeah. see that a lot to say. Yeah. Exactly. i don't even yeah. understand how no. you can even come to that comparison no. and the problem no. the jedi has is not from return of the jedi is not from the ewoks i think it's paced very no, poorly that, no. yeah. you I, know, don't, I don't just, knock return of the jedi like a lot of people do though. yeah it's well it's not as good as star wars or empire no that I goes without like. saying yeah. Yeah. yeah i was gonna yeah. say so are you guys trending seems like this room is trending towards liking star wars better but not I see to because, me if you add in those three prequels, but then just I on his head, but just it. on his I mean, head. If someone says Star Wars versus Star Trek, you can't answer that question like right away. I would say Star Wars without it. Like I said, I was a, I was a Bantha Trats member. You know, I had everything you could get your hands on Star Wars when it when I was a child. Did you do cosplay? 
No, not yet. I've never, I've never had. Not yet. You have to say not yet. Oh, not yet. Oh, not yet. We're going to Comic Con this year, so you know we're we're gonna be cosplaying our. Yeah, we gonna have like ten outfit changes. It might be a cop out, but literally four days outfit change before the prequels came out. I would have said Star Wars a hundred times out of a hundred. I also hadn't seen Deep Space Nine, and I've seen that more recently. Yeah. Um, and since the prequels came out, I'm yeah, I, I can't really actually say Star Trek over Star Wars, but. I kind of do feel that way if we're including the whole body. Of, well, hell, I'll body. say it: Star know, Trek over Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. Okay, now why? See, this this is my uh, my argument for Star Wars isn't it doesn't have to do with any of the movies, anything. No. My argument with Star Wars why it's the best is mainly just the philosophy that Yoda preached. And in that's Star Wars. how I feel about Star Trek. It wasn't so much about what happened, who did this, who did yeah. that. It was more so the the deep rooting meaning behind it because. People could say what they want, but there's deep-rooted meaning behind all, both of these. Oh, franchises. without a doubt. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and like you said, the philosophy behind it, uh, economical structure. Like, like, it's a bunch of stuff that goes in both of these. My whole thing was, and possibly because it's my personality, I'm a very highly technical person. Yep. It's rooted in science. Whether it's real science or not, it's based upon That's real science. Thing. And they talked mm-hmm. about science a lot. And, and in fact, Neil um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he had yep. mentioned this, what, like two months ago, how he said, you know what? Star Wars is better. He has said the same reasoning because it was real. Like when they were talking about transporters and all the other or stuff. I said Star Trek. Star, you yeah, Star, Star Trek. Wars. You said Star Wars. Sorry, Star my fault. Star, yeah. Star Trek. Oh, yeah, the iPad is clearly from right. Star, like, like, Star but Trek. Right, but like, for instance, the iPad, they yeah. actually had this whole thing where they went back and they showed how it re- that came from yeah, Star without a doubt. Trek. Yeah, you know what I mean? No doubt Steve Jobs watched Star Trek. And right. Then, when they, know, when like, they talk yeah. about the transporters and stuff, like I said, they use real world science or at least try to base it in that to yep. get to that conclusion of how these are supposed to work. While Star Wars, like the lightsaber has been proven that right. it's pretty. Well, it's with, also a galaxy right. far, far away a long, long time, time ago. Yeah, with, so with, it's with physics, though. Physics I can see how people exist. find Star Wars more fun because it's like they don't deal too much in, okay, how does this work? They're just like, yo, but see, we but got Star X-Wings. Tra- Star Wars wasn't about that for me it was star wars essentially is more about philosophy yes so that's why even you know it, it depends on what if you subscribe to philosophies mm-hmm. and religion mm-hmm. it was very star wars religious. is going to appeal more to you yes yeah. if you appeal more to technology and technological evolution that's me then star trek is going to be your so yeah. but, but here's one thing that guru said to me the other day when we were not really arguing we're just joking back and forth <laughs> on twitter he had to give it up he said he said, I get it. He said, the one thing you got to understand is the science of Star Wars explains the magic of, st- I'm sorry, the science of Star Trek Trek, Trek. Yeah. Uh, explains in real life the magic of Star Wars. Ah. So they're kind of complimentary to a certain yeah. degree. It's like, it's like going to Asgard, pardon me. It's like an Asgard, to them, what we call magic, magic. is just their advanced science. science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Kind of go hand in That's hand a good way to think about it. Yeah. I also feel like in Star Trek, there, there's also this whole side of the future with the secular humanism. Like they don't really have religion, and they I know, don't have that, which like, I th- I mean, like, and it depends. It depends. Like if you're watching the Next Generation, for instance, what's her face? Whoopi Goldberg's character. She's supposed to Guinan, be a, Guinan, Guinan, yeah, yes. she's supposed to be a, a kind of a religious right, but type she's person. not human. Like, she's, not, she's an alien, right. so it's sort you know like right. the, the 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 Humanity's future of humanity. Yeah, religion. and to it's, your and to your point earlier, it really depends on which Star Trek you're really looking at too. That helps shape a lot of opinion like obviously everyone's gonna say the original cool people are gonna say the next generation cool some people say no but i think so That's oh yeah good. next generation is yeah. kind of voyager yeah. Yeah. cool i okay and why i fell off the rails like right in between deep space nine that's why i was just like this is getting boring Deep Space Nine went a season or two too long and then i never watched it past deep space yeah nine. i didn't either and i didn't enterprise. watch that new enterprise 
F Ain't, ain't that a okay. Quantum Leap though? Scott That's Bacula? Scott Bakula. I didn't want to watch that because it, it looked dumb. Yeah. It just I looked like, why are you good. trying to bring this back? It's like some things you don't have to keep trying to bring back. Just yeah. let it be. One of the things I never understood is why they didn't do a show that was all set in Starfleet Academy. Like, that seems like a no-brainer. That's, because I, you get, did they try to do that with Enterprise? Was. I'm oh, saying they was did it, it in Enterprise. Was Enterprise was set in the Academy, Enterprise though? Was like the beginnings. Right, yeah. but it wasn't, uh, like, I'm saying set on Earth, not, you know, not on the ship. Was. But I think that's oh, part okay. of the reason. I didn't even know that. I think that's yeah. part of the reason why I'm such a huge fan of the J.J. Abrams movies, because right. they bring that part sure. out that they that you haven't seen before. I, well, let me not say seen before, but seen enough of that right. there are backstories to these characters. They are characters who have lives, and they had to go do training and all that they didn't just pop up one day and they were on a starship. And that's also a lot of people's problems with the J.J. Abrams movies, though, is because, you know, Star Trek is to boldly go where no man has drawn before. Yeah. Where no They're one. supposed to be explorers. No and they haven't done anything. But remember, the they just started. Technically, they I mean, just you started. Two movies. So, yeah. <laughs> so they just started. But you know what? They setting this up to be a long term franchise. Like, them like dudes ain't gonna be around for they, that they, long. They, no, but that's the setup. That whether it happens or not is another story. But the setup is long term franchise Chris unless JJ Abrams goes left. I like Into Darkness. I yeah. like Into Darkness too. But they boldly went where they had already gone before. <laughs> Badly, like, I, like, they boldly returned. All home. that BS yeah. that they did. He's not Khan. He's not Khan. Oh. He's not Khan. He's Khan. My no, thing is, they no, said that no, first no, day. No. I'm talking about in all the press building. Yeah, I yeah, know. Building up. The, I don't but know why. Like, all right, well then, who the hell is a John Harrison? Yeah. Like <laughs> The first day they announced Homeboy. First of all, the fans have been talking about this obviously two years before this. Yeah. And we knew it was Khan. Right. Don't yeah. tell me it's not Khan. But Kahn. to me, that was a big, like, I think they hurt themselves. With yeah, that. I think so too. And then It should have just been, he's Khan. There were just too many. Winks. I, I agree with you. They there were too many been. winks to me, like yes, to the original movie. You know, yes. like it wasn't like, even no, it wasn't like, winks. It like, was it was full on right. Head this? Job, head yeah, nod. exactly. <laughs> it was full on blowjob. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> like, right. No, no, seriously, no, seriously. Like the whole thing at the end, where all of a sudden now, Kirk's in the reactor. Right, oh. right, and. They're doing this at the right. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. and that's just for you who see. I mean, they were know, doing fan service. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but it was just fan service. But there's such too much of it. But there's it was a such service. thing as too much fan service. And that was yeah. the first thing I said when I saw that. I said, "Yo, I like this movie, but there was too much fan service. Way too yeah. much fan service. Yeah. There was, when you go overboard trying to please the fans, it's gonna backfire. That's the same problem I have with the prequels. Is like, I didn't need to see Boba Fett's dad. And I didn't need to see that all the stormtroopers came from a clone of Boba Fett's dad. Right. And I didn't need, I definitely didn't need to see that Anakin made C-3PO. You know, that. Yeah. I didn't like that little boy. That, <laughs> no. It makes no sense. But then, like, later on, it's like Darth Vader sees three, C-3PO when he's not like, hey, I built you back in the day. Darth right, Vader, he don't even acknowledge Darth Vader never saw 3PO. He doesn't? Mm-mm. Ever. Mm-mm. In the star, in the old Star nope. movie, he never saw him? Trust me. Wow. He's wow. Never seen that's deep. That's wow. Like, not even that's, in the yeah, hall. I'm like sitting there thinking, he never wow. saw him. He never sees the him. The only one who, who's, who, the only person who screwed that up or the only screw up there was that Obi-Wan sees them. Yes. And doesn't acknowledge that. But if you look at the looks on his face sometimes, like when he first sees them, he's kind of like, mm, you guys, yeah. I don't, I've never owned a droid. I, yeah. He has that sly look on his face. Yeah. But you got to remember, there's a lot of people in the Star Wars um, whose past never crossed. Yeah. Like, people were saying something about Chewbacca and Vader. I'm like, they never met. See, yeah, they a, never met. That I know. Met. Is yeah. Chewbacca not know there when they, when wait, they wait, freeze wait. Han? When they freeze yeah, Han Chewbacca Solo, Chewbacca's there. Yeah, Chewbacca yeah, you're right. You're right. And I, oh, I, he was there? I saw yeah, a really good fan moaned. theory, he, though. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And I saw I saw a really good fan theory about how Chewbacca's like a secret double agent. 
and like they it tied it all together though like it made so much sense you know if you wow. if you follow what? this theory because it's like yeah Chewbacca's like a double agent or something and he's like working for the Wookiees and he's working for the Rebels. So this walking fur coat. But the Wookiees and the Rebels are on the same side. All right, well, you know, That's hey, what I'm saying. The, like, what do the, you the mean? Uh, you'd have to go Google this theory, folks, because I can't explain it to you. It's very convoluted. But, yeah, there's a theory out there that kind of makes that make sense why Chewbacca doesn't, you know, and why it, it also made the whole sense. Of, but you're saying that c 3 probe and Darth Vader never met. They never met. So they that, never crossed paths. They never crossed paths. So that, that does explain that part of it away. Uh-huh. Remember, when... When he gets on the ship and first and gets Leia, C three people. I thought no, see, did, did, aren't they in the escape pod at that yeah, point? He puts, yeah, he puts, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and on top of that, um, wait, 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 no. When they come to Cloud City, though, nope. Chewbacca had already, you know, C three PO was was deactivated. He's already been blasted apart. He already got blown apart yep. by the time they go to the dining hall, and no, Vader no, no, no. stops the blast. That only happened. That all, all that as soon as that happened, they took everybody into custody. But are they? In, but is is C three PO in pieces were, or walking at that point? No, I can't remember. At that point, he right? Was but remember, as soon as the door opened, Vader's boom, boom, boom. They take everybody into custody. Right. That's that. And then next thing you know, uh, Chewbacca has him in his back. Him on his back. Yeah. In pieces. Yeah. One man he ever seen. You. And right. at that point, you got to also remember the um that line of droid is ubiquitous. Remember, there was the one on Cloud City already. Yeah, yeah, he was, was, like, yeah. was like, eat you Yeah, yeah, right? mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which apparently means go F yourself. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, it's actually in Hutties. It's in the Hut language. Oh, is it? That's what that means. So somebody really gets <laughs> Oh, that upset. does sound like Hut. Damn, wow. Somebody really gets you upset. Just the So when you ever cut somebody out, yeah. just cuss them out in Hutties. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> good to know. But I, I had an earlier point that you made. So I wanted to say this. Like, So it's like, Star Wars and Star Trek seems to be, like, on Lost, it seems to be the battle between Jack and Locke, like, between science and religion. Like, one is more about faith, and one is more about science. Well, I, I think that's that's a dope yeah. observation, and that's true. I would argue that Star Wars is not technically science fiction. Like, just because they have spaceships it's and fantasy. lasers, yeah. it's fantasy. fantasy. It's fantasy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, Star, and Star Trek is uh, sci-fi, you know, because... Star Wars is even more like a Western in space, you know? Right, yeah. yeah. No, but it, it has the fantasy elements of, like, yeah, the hero, yeah. and instead of dragons, they have, you know... Yeah. But yeah. It, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a hero's journey, you know, Luke's yep. journey, and, every, and Anakin's journey to, you know, to redeem himself. And it's the chosen one, and it's like the father and the son and the Holy yeah, Spirit. Yeah, right, right, right. there's a lot of that in there, So too. it is science versus religion. That's dope. Yeah, and yeah. For, for me, this also brings it back to now the present, well, forward to the present, where you have J.J. directing both movies, both Star Wars. Yeah, we got, ah. we got your man. You're done. And, and that's crazy because J.J. Abrams and, created uh, Lost. And I heard Wow. It, wow. Yeah. This is all. It's all. I mean, it's and all, I've heard. Yeah. I mean, I've, it's always a rumor. But I've always I've heard plenty of rumors where they're like, oh, now that he's on Star Wars, he's probably going to drop Star Trek. And I'm just like. Yeah, he is. Yeah. No, no. That's not even a rumor. He can't. So now he's definitely going to drop Star Trek? Yeah, I mean, no they say he way. can't because the schedules didn't match yeah. up. Contractually, he cannot. Yeah, I'm sure Lucas My whole is thing not is, how did you. Well, Lucas well, is how no did you, in the picture. My whole thing is, and I knew that was going to happen, but how did he get involved in it in the first place if he knew? Contractually, that they weren't gonna let him do both. But at first, they were making it like, "Oh yeah, I could do both." Then all of a sudden, "Oh, I can't." You knew this. You no, know, yeah. he wasn't. Con- he wasn't contracted for three star for three Star Trek, if I'm not mistaken. So he only had to do the two, and then mm. it was probably like renegotiate. And that that was a funny thing. I saw that on HonestTrailers.com when they did the Honest Trailer for Into Darkness, and they were like, "Watch the movie that's basically J.J. Abrams' um, work reel for the new Star Wars." Right. And then they showed clips from the old Star Wars that J.J. had shot like 
There's so many shots in Into that Darkness look like that looked like shots from the old Star Wars where it really looked like he was practicing. You gotta always you gotta remember that JJ said from the jump. Yeah, it's the, always the, been at the very first Star Trek um, press junket. He was like, "I'm a Star Wars guy. Yeah, I'm not a Star Trek guy. Yeah, he never. He did say it. that. He said he never even seen it, and then yeah. he no, had no, to learn about it. But he said, "I'm not a Star Trek guy. Like I've, I grew up on Star Wars. I love Star Wars." I didn't know anything about Star Trek when they asked me to right. do it. I just knew what the franchise was. I remember because he said he had to go back and revisit and mm-hmm. learn about all the characters, all the stories. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. just feel like that's such an F you to the fans. <laughs> it is. I mean, that's why I'm, that's, I feel that way too. Like, damn, okay, great. Yeah. So now what's going to happen in the franchise? Like I said, but it did have the whole purpose. They was to have this to make it a long-term thing where it just kept going and going. But now. I mean, it'll still happen, but. It'll still happen, but is it going to be the same be feel? Good? No. Uh, but Will the, it be as good? You have as Maybe. Many, you won't have as many lens flares. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah. 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 And, you know, bad endings. Um, <laughs> yeah. How did Lost. The first, how did the first one end again? <laughs> uh, but you, but you know, hold up. No. Let me, let me backtrack a second. <laughs> you just brought up a whole other sore point. All right. Like I said, ending of both Star Treks, eh. Right? Yeah. Ending of Lost, eh. eh. Right? But who was doing the writing? David Lindelof. Yes. Who also wrote the yeah. Prometheus? Uh, yes, uh, yes. Prometheus. Which yes. I've watched. Actually, uh, I'm trying to find a way to accept in like this movie. You, there is no. no way. It's an unacceptable. I've watched every the, level. Like because I love the Alien universe so much. Aliens, but that's the problem. I've movie. watched. I mean, I saw Prometheus opening night. I bought yes. tickets for all my friends. I went oh, by myself. We had a whole row. Walked out mad. I bought all the tickets. I bought posters. I bought everything. Oh, but you embarrassed. You got oh, you got. embarrassed. <laughs> and they were hyped to see it too, because we're all sci-fi dudes. Um, but and I, you know, I liked it when I watched it, and then as soon as I left, both at the theater, I was like, that was terrible. Yeah. In the past two or three nights, I've watched it every night again. Yeah. There's no way. And I'm just like, dude, no, it's just this is. It's just, like the Dark Knight Rises. It's it just gets worse the more you watch it. Nothing bad. Yeah. It's, it's just. But I'm, I attribute that to Homeboy to David. Yeah, yeah. It which looks. Is, which is the same the, thing that I attribute. What you're talking like lost and yeah. To me, the faults are not don't lie with J.J. Abrams. No, 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 no. He oh. creates genius and then he walks away and somebody else finishes it and it's like. But like I loved um like Prometheus looks amazing. One of the best shot movies of all time. Oh, oh the, god, it looks so good. The visuals, once the three D was amazing. Clean everything. ass visuals. And everything else went. Everything <laughs> else is just like, like yo. Why so are you gonna go? You wanna play it? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Yo, y'all can't just as spazzing right now. He's like, oh, sudden, <laughs> The space cobra comes out the, the water. It's so cute. Space it's cobra. So cute. And you go from being scared because you're lost. No, you're scared of a dead alien five minutes before right. that. Right. A and they, and dead you're, alien. And now you're a lost. live one, yeah. And now you have a live, live space cobra. cobra. I can go who, on with you forever. Who, when a... you reach your hand out, he does this. <laughs> opens up like a cobra. <laughs> Looks like he a cobra. opens up like and then you go a play Venus flytrap. <laughs> Come and, on. And, and then, like, um, I, I wrote a list on fanbros.com, the top ten tokens in science fiction, and I had Idris. To, and I had to throw Idris on there because, like, yo, his character motivations in that movie are so like so slanted and screwed. It just, up. It's like he, it's like one minute he's like, yo, oh, you guys are lost on the ship. Something's gonna eat you down F there. Y'all. <laughs> F yeah, no, you know, he's like happy about I, it. I, I definitely agree with that. And then he's like, let me go sleep with Charlize Theron. <laughs> right. And then he's, he's like, the and then right. he's like, well, now let me save everybody. Right. You know? And, and like, sacrifice myself. Now he's Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, I don't know. I took issue on that list with uh, the guys from Aliens, I got to say, because I feel like Aliens had the most <laughs> diver, Frost with, and uh, 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 Frost and Apone. And Apone? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not Frost. It's Rico. 
Rico and Apone? Yeah, yeah, I think it's Rico and Apone. Because I just feel like Aliens has no, such I a diverse cast, like with the women, with Vasquez. Like, there's so much going on that I just but feel I like. I put them as tokens because they died first. They were the well, first. Is they, that the prerequisite? In, in that Wait. scene, though, everybody, everybody dies. dies in that scene. <laughs> like, is that, but is like, that part of the prerequisite to be a token in sci-fi? You got to die first? Well, or is it that you're the only one that dies? It, right. Well, it or certainly does happen. I think, yeah. I think the black guy dies first in, in Stargate. He does? If I'm not mistaken, uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or if not first, like he dies saving someone really wackly. Uh, yeah, or, normally you know. the black guy dies first, and that makes you the token. Right. I, I, I you know, so you're right. Now all black guys in movies should wear red shirts. Right. Yeah. Never wear <laughs> Never a red sci-fi shirt in a sci-fi yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one thing I loved about the first Star Trek, though, when the guy in the red spacesuit died first. Yeah, right. I thought that was a great touch. Yeah, that's, that's, to me, it should be little fan service. Right. Like, yeah. Here and there. Little like, clever things. The, 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 the yeah. winking, not the blowjobs. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the triple at the end of, of Not Into that Darkness, there's anything wrong with blowjobs. The triple right. and Into Darkness, to me, that was a little too much. Oh, way too much. And then... Uh, and then, and then now, now, pardon me. Had he not said the word triple... Yes. And it just showed him off to the side... Do whatever he was right. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. in the first X Men movie, you see a girl run through the wall, but they don't say that's Kitty Pride. Yeah. Yeah. Only it's fans like, oh, okay. know no, that that's, that's Kitty Pride. And it was yeah. like, yay, Kitty Pride. Exactly. And like the whole audience burst into yeah. applause because they knew, but yeah. they, you, they don't have to, you when have they to spell it out, it's, it's, it's really whack. Right. You know? Let me ask you speaking of like fans and react, what's the, like, you've been in like a superhero or science fiction um, you know, movie, at an opening night for, at a theater. What? Moment at a movie, have you got the biggest crowd reaction? Oh, at a certain point. Um, I, the, I got one. You go. Yeah, the, I, the, I know one, mine was. the, mo- I know the most is. recent one that that no, I, no, not recent. It's the biggest. All right, well, you go first then, because I got to think on the that. The biggest, but I have two. Is that too much? No, go ahead. I'm just kidding. One was that's a good question for in, our fans, in that too. X-Men movie when Juggernaut said, I'm the Juggernaut uh-huh. bitch. That's that my, was that's one. My, that's my second biggest. That was uh, one. I, see, two, I didn't even like that movie. Two was actually that's recent. Part of that movie. Two was actually recent with the Avengers movie when yes. when um, oh, Hulk Loki. grabbed up Loki. When Loki had that big-ass speech, and Hulk was just like, F that, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. So those for me, those were the two biggest reactions the, yeah, ever, the, ever. Yeah. For, ever in a superhero for, movie. Like for what we thought, that or what happened in no, what the, in, happened in the, the audience? Theater. Oh, in the oh, theater? what happened in the theater? Yeah, yeah. those two f- was top in, for me. In the Michael Keaton Batman movie, when uh-huh. he says "I'm Batman," when he says "Who are you?" and he says "I'm Batman," yeah. like the audience went insane. Like you know, that was, in, that was, a, that was a crazy. Moment. That and 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 then another one would be. Um, Wait, I had the other one in the back of my head, and now and now and now I just I just forgot. Yeah, it. I, so I got one. Go. I have another one, but go go. To, I got go to one ben from Hameen. the Batman one that was so great because I saw it. You know, I saw it in the theater. And that was like the height of Bat craze. Everybody, right. I think we it was summertime. Yep. I was in summer school that year. I had to, I got out of summer school to get to the theater. I get in the theater. Everybody sits down. I remember a dude was walking down the aisle selling Batman T-shirts. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. It was it was pure pandemonium yeah. in the theater. But <laughs> I had the, 46 but, Batman t-shirts that summer. Wow. But the line that got everyone in that theater, because I was in the hood, was when Joker, uh, it's, I think it's even before he becomes Joker, and he's sitting in the mirror and he's like, oh, I look good tonight. Right. And uh, whatever his woman is like, oh, yeah, you do. And he's like, I didn't ask you. And somebody in the audience was like, tell that bitch. <laughs> 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 The whole That's when being in a hood theater is, oh, is fun. You're only going to get that in the hood. Yeah, yeah. only in the hood. Yeah. It blew up. I, I mean, and not every time I watch that movie, that's all I can think of you is when that scene hear. comes up. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one piece of trivia about that movie. The first Batman, if you look um, at the very beginning, um, right before that Who Are You uh, on Batman scene, when they scroll up from the, from the bottom of his suit up, he's wearing Jordans. Oh, is that true? Hold yeah. up. 
I've actually I've actually seen the Jordans he wore. Are they blacked out or something? Mm-hmm. So you can pause it on. You the can DVD. pause it and see. You'll see the clues. Oh, all right. I'm I'm going I'm to find this right now. So we now. got Chico with the Chico Pedia. We have Just Blaze with the Easter eggs. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> also, I I saw Die Hard in the theater, and that, oh. that I can't tell you what specific line, but there was like literally. See, I mean, people were standing Dinner, up. Cheering. They were like throwing popcorn. They were like, you know. Like literally, like something out of a movie. Like dudes in yarmulkes were like high fiving, <laughs> like high fiving, like dudes who like with Run DMC cells on. You know? Yeah, literally. I mean, it was like you know, it was definitely yeah. like an insane. You know, I like, saw it in the theater, but I remember that. But like the one that, like, you, I mean, you say the biggest. I can't think of the biggest. I don't but the, mind the biggest one for me. Um, episode Star Wars Episode Two. Ooh, when Yoda jumps up with the lightsaber. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was no, a big that, reaction. That definitely got it. Yeah. That was a big reaction. Yeah. Right? Definitely. No, the, I knew it was coming because I had went to no. I, I went to the premiere for three, two. Mm-hmm. That when that happened. Yeah. Yo, you want to talk about a riot in the theater? And I'm talking young, old, black, white, yep. Spanish, whatever. It was just nobody. Nobody expected Yoda to be like. Yeah, when he first, yeah, when he, yeah, 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 when he pulled and the blade out, and then people weren't really sure what to expect. They were just like, oh, oh. and then when he jumped up, yeah, see, Ryan. I was laughing too hard by that point for, <laughs> for me to like really appreciate of you it. Laughing. Yeah, because I was already like, oh, this shit's so cheesy. But um, the moment that got me, or the biggest one that like that I can remember at least. I mean, sure to Die Hard, all that, but like you said, was Avengers. Because Avengers was like. I don't know if it was what it was, but it like it, that's the first movie in a long time where I felt like I was a little kid again. To me, that was the best superhero movie ever, ever. all time. Ever. And, no, that and, Loki Hulk scene is is one of the best moments committed to film. In my yeah, opinion. Yes. and he, but see the one that the one that got the biggest reaction in my theater, and it still sends chills on my spine when I watch the video now because I still hear the theater screaming. Is when he's like, uh, uh, "That's I'll tell you my secret, Captain. I'm always angry." I'm always and angry. turns and punches that fucking dragon and. Yo, the theater blew up. And, like, just talking about it right now, it's like I feel the chill because I was in there and it was like, because, you know, I mean, first of all, like, just that that flip, you know, of Hulk being like, no, nah, I'm always angry. Right. And then just, mm-hmm. but I'm in control of this, I'm in you know, like, of it now. boom, and turns to the Hulk and smash that, yo, the crowd. Punch the alien in the face. Yeah. And then and then all the aliens are on the wall, they pull their mask off and they're screaming. And then the camera pans around. It's like the first time all the Avengers are together. Right. Yo, I can't, I mean, every time I watch it, I, they were all standing together back to back. Yeah. Right? And they're all, they did they're that, all that looking circle. at yeah, 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 y'all, yeah, yeah. Every time I just want to start screaming. I'm like, yay! Like, <laughs> But, it, I mean, the Avengers was so hyped because there was so many moments like that. Even, like, at the beginning when Sam Jackson's like, so what are we going to do now? And it was like the screen went to Marvel's The Avengers. Right. And the crowd went nuts. Like, Yeah, no, that, was a great, that was a great movie. Yeah. I, I, my favorite, just because of nostalgia, for nostalgia, um, Michael Keaton, the first Batman for me is still it. Yeah. Like, I can't help that. Like, I will watch that movie ten times. I will probably not watch The Avengers ten times. Oh, I've seen Avengers. I, I can watch no, no, the I, I, I mean, like, within a, a small amount of time. Like, I could watch Batman over and over. I went and saw The Avengers Friday. It came out. I, I downloaded a bootleg Saturday. I watched that all day Saturday, and I went back and saw it again right. on Sunday. It was just, you know, like, for me, up until that up until that first, uh, uh, what was his name? Well, Tim Burton Batman. You had never seen, like, yeah. a dark, realistic no. superhero movie. Yeah. That's true. Like, Definitely. And I feel like it... it, it I feel like that movie doesn't get enough credit. I feel I'm Mm-mm. not gonna say I'm not gonna say without that movie we wouldn't have what we have. But, but you I probably feel like wouldn't. That, that movie's that's. I, oh, like, well, I think that's definitely true. We wouldn't have what we yeah, have. I don't yeah, think we would have right, what we have right now. That, that was the first time the public 
saw superheroes painted in a realistic way. And, and, and they accepted it. And it had it. the effect. Yeah. Like, you got the 46 Batman t-shirts. Like, I remember, I got chased. I had a Batman hat that I got chased right. all over the city that summer for. Like, wow. literally. Yeah. Superman yeah. shirt on? I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shirt on. You I, better, the sticky fingers? Yeah, yeah no, the sticky fingers with your hat? No, no, no. no. Was, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I went, I, I got a, you still have to get online like six hours early, and I was yes. in like the Daily News, a picture of me and Achille Prince was a guy I saw it with. He played Richard Pryor as a young kid on, wow. on Pryor's Place, where it was oh, wow. uh, yeah, the, the Saturday the, morning cartoon. Chicopedia. Yeah. No, it was a Saturday morning show that, that Richard <laughs> remember, Pryor had to do yeah. for community service. Yes, yes. And um, he played Richard Pryor as a young kid. And, and we, it's really funny because he tells kids to not do drugs. Right, right, yeah, right. Throughout the whole show. And we, we got online like at 2 or 3 o'clock to see like a 9 o'clock show. And the Daily News came and took pictures of the line. And we were the first two people online holding our tickets up. Wow. And uh, yeah, shout, shouts to Achilles Prince wherever you are. This is for Batman? <laughs> what? This was to see Batman in 1989, June 19th, 1989. Yo, wow. I yeah. see that. I was in a Little League baseball team at the time. Pardon me. There was every theater... Sold out. Yep. So one of the parents of one of my teammates was trying to take a bunch of us to the movie. The only theater we could see them was this place called The Fabian, which in the 50s was one of those super glamorous, like mm. art deco, yeah, yeah, yeah. super grand with the curtains. Yeah, and all yeah, that. yeah. But it was in Patterson. And it was in the hood. So it in had... 1989, it's not the 50s. No, no. exactly. <laughs> crack had hit. Yeah, crack, yeah. <laughs> crack arrived and the Fabian was done. <laughs> and that was the only place we could get tickets. And the whole thing was like, within the city, it's like, you don't go to the Fabian. Yeah. yeah. You don't Shoot them up. That was the only place you could go. People got shot, stabbed, yeah. killed in the Fabian. <laughs> mm. So, but we had, we had to go there to see it. I sat there and watched that whole movie like this the entire time. Like just crush me myself as small as possible. <laughs> Rats running across the screen, roaches crawling across my feet. But I've never that's still one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Like beyond rats, roaches, dude smoking crack back there. I didn't care. You were committed. I was definitely we were all committed. It was a bunch of us. We all went. Damn. First and last time I ever went to the Fabian though. Uh, well, let's take another quick break. But before we do, I'd like to leave that uh, as a question of the week for our fan bros out there. What is the biggest reaction that you've ever seen personally in a theater for any movie? You know, it doesn't have to be a super fa- superhero fantasy, science fiction, any movie. You know, if you went to see Terms of Endearment and people started screaming and cheering, let us know. Hit us at fanbros.com. Hit us at fanbros show on Twitter. And we'll be right back with more fan bros. <laughs> Hey everyone, this is Kid Fury, host of The Read on Loudspeakers, and I just want to let you all know that when I'm not worshipping Beyonce and drinking Hennessy, I'm listening to Fan Bros, because it's amazing, so get you a piece and enjoy your life. Hey, this is uh, Neil Drumming, writer-director of Big Words. When I am not uh, making Black Captain Shepherds in Mass Effect, I am listening to Fan Bros. And welcome back, Internets. I hope that break wasn't too long. We're going to wrap this show up. But before we finish, I know a lot of people who have been listening to this whole show have been sitting here wondering, hey, why didn't y'all talk about Breaking Bad? What happened on Breaking Bad this week? I need to know. Like, you didn't watch the episode Sunday night yourself. (laughs) But just in case you were wondering what happened, you can check us out. Go to fanbros.com. Look up the special delivery episode from this week where Chico, Leo, and Tatiana broke down their thoughts on the latest episode of Breaking Bad. Rabbit dog. Rabbit dog. Thank you. Yeah. Broke it down to the com- very last compound. Now, I, I have a quick question related to the whole did Darth Vader meet C-3PO, and that is, <laughs> did, did Jesse, no, but did Jesse ever meet Flynn? 
Like that was a you know Walter's son. Have they ever actually no, made? Because no. someone on Twitter last night was, had that a suggestion was a that was suggestion. a great. I think was yeah. that Shook Jones. I don't yeah, want to give Jones. Jones. Yeah, Jones yeah, yeah that. credit to the yeah. So he had a really good, uh, good, good, uh, you know, Idea. theory. That, theory. Um, yeah. Basically, that that Jesse's plan is to go and uh, break Walter's heart by revealing who he is to uh, his to, to his son. And then everybody came out and were calling. You were calling him an NPC. I, I and said, you were saying I said Flynn, he was Flynn Walter Jr. is basically an NPC. Right. Well, I because he's like a non-player character in the whole. I gotta show. say, you know, he's 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 standing up for the differently abled. You know, it's diversity. You know, yeah, but I mean, he's, he, but he's uh, like he has no like. This is my no, point. No, it's true. He doesn't have much agency. He's just there to like basically. Right. He's give, just kind of there, Walter like an NPC. To, to basically parallel and, the and scenes that, and with, that's like uh, like when Illyc said, said the show was overrated and I didn't really you know I, at first I disagreed with him but then like when I really think about it like it's really ridiculous how little okay well it's yeah, yeah Justin's never seen it so he's you know plugging his ears right now but oh, we're not we're not giving it away yeah we won't, we won't reveal we're just talking about yeah. characters all right so yeah it's um. <laughs> It's really ridiculous to me how little Flynn has developed. Like, he's right. just not a character. Mm-hmm. Like, if he does get killed, I won't blink. I'll just be like, no, you know. I'll be like, well, oh. I'll okay. blink. I'll, I'll blink mean, I don't, blink naturally. You'll blink for the fact that he was there. That's I won't be it. blinking back tears. Yeah. 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 You'll be like, I mean, oh, that happened. Okay, next. And and the thing with that theory, though, I don't think that theory is going to work because I can't see Hank. No, Hank wouldn't. I Hank agree. going to I Flynn agree. and being like your dad's drum. I agree. You know, not that he not that he won't find out, but he wants him to find out the way that everybody else finds right. out when it comes out in the news and he's in, you know walking away in cuffs. He yeah, he doesn't want to just grow up to him and be like, "Hey, your dad's drum," and that still he doesn't hurt him. Yeah, and that still doesn't really make Jesse's point about getting him where it's going to hurt. No, that's true. Yeah, so I don't. I still don't know what. Well, you know, they go left when you think they're going to go right. I mean, this is the true. Breaking Bad writers are like classic 2001 Allen Iverson in terms of like, you know. <laughs> Psych, I'm going yeah, left. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, I didn't think that, uh, to give my short thoughts on this latest episode, I thought it was a good episode. I thought this was probably the weakest one right. of the of the last eight episodes it so was. far. It's the slowest. Yeah. Some things happen. But I actually was, fell asleep a little bit. Wow, and was, I never fell asleep. In this yeah, there, there was a little, there was a few contrived moments, like you said, uh, you know, the fact that Jesse that that, that drove him over me. the edge. That was trying to put that I can understand though, because Jesse's been through so much yeah. in such a short amount of time right now. That he's like, yo, and he thinks Walter's the devil already. So it's like, f it, you know, I'm just gonna go my own way. But it's still, you know, I mean, I, there's no way, I, you know, I'm still looking forward to the last four episodes. Oh, yeah, no. You know, I mean, we'll still be talking about it. It's still in it. there with the Wire and Lost oh, conversation. Oh, it's, it's still up you know? there. Yeah, yeah. It's, still, it's still in the conversation. Mm-hmm. I, I won't take it out of the conversation. But um, real quick before we wrap this up, also, I'd like to shout out my boy Brett Alexander Sweet. I wanted to make sure I got your name right, homie. Uh, he sent me a book this week, Among the Veils, the book one of the Paper Throne series. It's actually his book. He's the author of it. He's a big fan of the Combat Jack show, a fan bro show. He says he does a two-hour drive, and without us, he would not know what to do with his drive every day. So he sent me his book. I'll be getting a copy to Chico and Tatiana. We'll be checking it out. We're going to review it. It's something of a fantasy thing. To, I haven't got a chance to read it, so, Brad, I'm sorry if I mess up the real synopsis, but the synopsis on Amazon says, Imagine an urban social worker psychiatrist battling not only to save the children in his care, but also to conquer his own demons. The smallest detail, a tiny spider, can suddenly loom into an epic opponent in this multi-layered, irresistible psychological thriller. So um, I'm going to be checking it out over the next week. Hopefully I'll finish by the next week, next show. I'll give you all a review. You can check it out on fanbros.com. 
We might even run a contest in a second, mm-hmm. give away a couple copies of the book. We'll see you try and get Brett on the show. But, you know, just wanted to shout you out. Thank you for that, brother. Good looks on the book. Um, anything else before we finish this up? No, I think we co- we covered a lot of bases today. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Just, for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank no you. Problem. Rumbling that mic. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'll be sorry. editing all <laughs> night. Edit that. You'll be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. And the, you know, no, we, thanks we, for having me. I had a good time. Oh, thank you. I, mean, I, cause I, I had a terrible two days. So. Oh, man. Me too. You know, so we're, we're all in the same boat right now. Yeah. You know, Fan Bros brings a smile to everyone's faces. I feel like you were just getting started, so you're welcome back anytime. I totally was. Yeah. 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 You know, literally, just we, we just cracked the surface yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, we, we could do this all day. Justice definitely a Fan Bro. If, yeah. y'all don't, if y'all don't know his history, this man is one of the original Fan Bros. Hashtag. Yeah, he's serious with it. Uh, Tatiana, anything else before we wrap up? No, I'm good, man. I still like Star Trek versus better. But yeah, well, surprisingly, we'll be, I think we'll be a good guest on here. I mean, Ross. Wow. You would never know it. Wow. You don't even know it, huh? You don't even know. I, I would. <laughs> I, I, you know, Ross is one of the few people who I've, in, I've interviewed a lot of different rappers, even before Combat Jack shows. I mean, mm-hmm. going back since I was in high school. And Ross, when I met him one-on-one, was one of the few rappers other than MOP who I was really intimidated by. And I don't know what it was. I'm not sure if it was just, like, where we met. We, we met, like, outside the Sony building, and he was just, like, in his full Rick Ross mode. His full regalia. Yeah, and, you know, he's, like, smoking a blunt and just answering the questions. And, like, I mean, he was standing his on the middle King of the street Joffrey. smoking a blunt. So I was already like, oh, we're going to get arrested. You know, and he's Ross, like, you know, I'm doing whatever I'm doing. But, you know, and, like. <laughs> like if you can get him, like, past that and get him out the show, like, yeah. you'd be surprised. I, I mean, I know he's super intelligent. So I'm mm. sure, you know, part of that has to be some geek stuff. So, hey, Rick Ross, you know, we're looking for you out Ross. there. Come Ross. Come visit us Boss. here on Fan Bros. Yeah, I mean, I'd, gee, I'd love it. That would be amazing. So, um, yeah. We have snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Crab Rangoon. Wing stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Y'all was thinking about that last night. Just completely off the subject. But you know Ross does not eat wing stop. Well, I mean, as big as he is, he, he might. But I'm, I bet Ross eats some really good food at this point. Like some real, you know, organically grown chicken. Um, no? Actually, I'm not. I'm not. Um. <laughs> He's not at liberty to discuss. <laughs> You're not at liberty I to discuss. I just figure, you know, you got money. He's eating better than that now. I'm, sh- I'm sure he eat- has good meals. But, yeah, but some of the meals are still coming out of that, you know. He was on Magic City this season, which is a Really? Show that acting? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Yeah, he was a gangster. So he was <laughs> not really acting. Right. <laughs> True to form. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think that's going to be it for this week's episode of Fan Bros. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Shout out to our guest, Just Play. Shout out to Chico Leo, Tatiana King. Shout out to Jamie Rigetti. You She'll took be the back. words out of my mouth. We miss you up here, Jamie. You'll be right back very She'll be soon. Back in the spaceship soon. Yes, definitely. Check us out. Uh, we'll have another special delivery episode this week, you know, covering Breaking Bad and everything else that comes up. Check out fanbros.com. Check out the video of Juno Diaz over there. Hit us on the iTunes. All right, let me say this too, real quick. For everyone who's been hitting us up about why the show hasn't been on iTunes, there's been a lot of technical difficulties. We're past that. The shows will be back on iTunes. You should go there, rate, subscribe, leave a comment. If you don't like iTunes, you can check us on SoundCloud. You can hit us on the Twitter at Fanbros Show. Check us at the site, fanbros.com. Thanks to everyone for listening, for commenting, for supporting. We love it for hitting us on Twitter at Tatiana King, at DJ Ben Amin. At Just Blaze. Chico Leo runs the account at Fanbro Show. Hit us up. Thank y'all. Peace and blessings. <laughs>